0: Stars, thank you so much for your subscription. If you are new to the channel, welcome to the Luminous Star Family. Red flag number one, that you're in a codependent narcissistic relationship. The relationship is one-sided. You are either giving too much, you're giving of yourself, you're feeling drained, violated, and a lot of the times you just feel hopeless and depressed. That is a big red flag that you are in a codependent narcissistic relationship. Codependent relationships consist of a person who is dominant and a person who's more passive. The person who's more passive is usually the one who is overly concerned about what's going on in the relationship. They're overly concerned about the other person. Okay, so the narcissist or the close personality type tends to be a person who is uh, the taker in the relationship. They tend to be the dominant one. And they also tend to be the one who's love-avoidant, while the other individual in a codependent relationship tends to be a love addict. Red flag number two, this relationship often spills over to other areas of your life, like your job, okay? Or let me put it like this, you can't seem to get anything else done in life because a lot of your time and energy seems to be focused on the codependent narcissistic relationship. It may even seem to be focused on the narcissist more than yourself or anyone else in your life. Red flag number three that you are in a codependent narcissistic relationship is that your emotions tend to be more on the negative side than the positive. You may be focused on a lot of the things that the narcissist has done, okay, to get the narcissist to supply from you. Pulling shenanigans, engaging in diabolical tactics, such as smear campaigning, shaming, blaming, trying to, uh, you know, getting you to go you into an argument. You know, in other words, fighting over false Things, you know, things that didn't even happen. Your emotions are energy in motion, okay? So when you feel something, you're, you know, especially if you suppress it, it can cause your overall well-being to be compromised. Your health can deteriorate. You're having headaches, stomach problems, your back aches. You feel and probably even look older than you are, right? You feel like you're an old person way before your time. You may even feel like you're in your grave way before your time. So watch out about your emotions. Narcissists and cluster personality types, when, they are in, when they're sharing a space with you, there's another thing that can happen called energy transference. You tend to feel joy. You don't have a problem with feeling love. You can express gratitude. Narcissists and some cluster personality types, they're not very good with emotionally regulating. When memories threaten to encourage you to remain feeling sad, which could lead to a state of depression, seek to keep despondency at bay by laughter. Absolutely. This is going to happen periodically, and it will happen when you least expect. And when it comes to the past, there is nothing to correct because yesterday is gone forever. It will never come again. There is nothing to correct. If you take nothing else from this video, especially my stars, please remember that phrase. There is nothing to correct. It really isn't. Because the narcissist, the malignant narcissist especially, it was never meant for you to fix or save or reach him or her. The narcissist has false self images such as being a God. It's always something grandiose, something that does not reflect reality. The narcissist and the close personality has an image of themselves in their heads or in their psyches that does not match reality. A particular child in a dysfunctional family often threatens that false self image. As time goes on, That same child grows up into the adult. It is not surprising that that is the same family member as an adult who goes no contact from the dysfunctional family that is headed by the narcissist. the, the, The narcissist is overlooked because the narcissist knows how to keep their personality disorder under wraps or they know how to camouflage it. We've heard the reports before. We've we've heard this. We've heard a lot about how, I mean, we can just look this up and do the research. We know some people that have a narcissist in their family, yet they won't go to counseling, yet they won't get the help. They don't think they need the help. And at the same time, they know how to camouflage their behavior to make themselves go up under the radar or be stealth or go stealth up under the radar. They know how to do it. They're very good at it. This is also why I said that the dysfunctional family that's headed by a narcissist, it is slim chance to none that as a group, as a family, they're not going to heal together. They're not going to grow together. Often, if there's a scapegoated family member in that dysfunctional family headed by a narcissist, that is the family member that you will see going no contact. That is the family member that sees the writing on the wall. They're not better than the other family members. Let me make that clear. They just made a different choice. They saw certain things that were of reality. They didn't make it up. It wasn't a fantasy. Who wants to fantasize about being treated like that in a family? Who wants to view their family like that? Any internal expression of love like it. Support, you may support them. You may be there for them when they need a shoulder to cry on or whatever. You may be their cheerleader when they're working on a project and they're trying to seek recognition for that project. You know, whatever it may be, you may be a cheerleader, you may be a supporter, you may be there for them as a, a, a spouse or best friend or a sibling who loves them, whatever the case is. See that all those things are internal right? They come from the inside. Narcissists don't value that. They don't see any value in the internal. External is how they see expressions of love. Expressions of love to a narcissist is external. So if you spend a lot of money on them, if you buy them a new house, if you buy them a new car, you know, external expressions, or if you are literally Every word that come out your mouth is flattering them, complimenting them on how they dress, how they look. See, narcissists, they only value the external. Point number two, narcissists are like starving children who don't recall being fed. Yeah, you can feed them, you know, figuratively speaking, you're there, you love them, you care for them. You're really there for the narcissist. And they're are never they're never satisfied. They are like narcissists are like starving children. You could feed them uh, like pounds of food, but they're not gonna remember it. They'll gobble it up, and they're like, "Well, where's the rest?" So all the wonderful things that you do in the relationship, right, that most people would value in the world. But narcissists are not wired that way. That's not the programming that's going on in their heads. So they don't value those things. So you can be right there. You know, maybe you have uh, helped them to prevent prison time. You know, all kinds of things you can think of, right? You have been there for them. Narcissists don't value that. Hate to break the bad news to you, but they don't remember that. They don't value it. They don't recall those times when you bailed their asses out of jail, so to speak. When you prevented them from really getting into some real deep hot water. You helped them. Narcissists don't care about that. They don't even remember it. They feel a strong sense of entitlement of your forgiving them, but they don't appreciate you forgiving them. Huge difference. So bottom line is, you can forgive the narcissist, but don't expect them to appreciate you for it. This has to be very, this this is a very personal thing. If you choose to forgive, make sure it is because that's what's really in your heart. Don't do it to try to get the narcissist to see your side or to embrace you. It's not going to happen. Point number three. Narcissists, because they have a strong sense of entitlement, Right? they're not going to even think about making peace with you they have a strong sense of, sense of entitlement all the things that you have done in the relationship they have they feel like they, 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 that they deserved it right so because they have a strong sense of entitlement they're not going to think about coming to peace with you what do i mean by that let me let me go ahead and summarize that I'm going to give you a, an example. Say that you have come to grips with the things that have happened in a relationship that has caused you trauma, that has caused you pain, hurt. And you have really gone through a lot of things because the narcissist has been doing things that has caused you pain and grievances, right? Say you've, you've cleared all that up. You, you know about this, right? You may reach out. To try to make peace with the narcissist. They're not going to meet you halfway. They're going to look at you like you have three heads. Why? Because they have a strong sense of entitlement. All the things that you have done in that relationship. They feel like they deserved it. All the money. All the love making. All the sex. All all the material things. All the things that you have put into that relationship. The narcissist thinks that they deserve that. And they think that you should be grateful that you that they even had any interest in you at all. So if you're here today to come to peace with them, they're looking at you like, why would you want to, why are you coming to peace with me? I haven't done nothing wrong to you. I haven't done anything wrong. So if anything, that will cause you more pain because you are expecting to make peace with them, right? Not necessarily so you can be back with them, but because you want the validation. You want them to at least acknowledge that they have caused you some grievances because of their BS in the relationship. Not gonna happen. If you can help it, do not seek out the narcissist to make peace with them. You don't have to. Because the bottom line is, you don't need them for the closure. You may desire them for the closure, but you don't need them. You don't need them for that. So that is my final tool. Just don't even go there. If you have to, journal. Matter of fact, write a book about your experiences. You know, this is another way that you can deal with the trauma and the grievances that you've gone through due to that toxic relationship with the narcissist. Don't seek them out to make peace with them because they're not going to be interested. Don't. Don't harm yourself like that. And don't set yourself up so they can harm you. Because they will. The narcissist will be more than happy to oblige you.